Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. With Jenny every Saturday from, from 9, 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Well, one of South Africa's first dedicated children's museums offering an educational experience centered entirely around creative play, and it's called Play Africa. And the founding principle is to help children and families come together to play, to create, to build and connect. And it is on Constitution. It is at the Old Fort at Constitution Hill. And, you know, if you if you sort of walk up Constitution Hill and you go to those great big um, double gates, towards those great big double gates where the prisoners um, entered Constitution Hill, we're talking about the buildings on the left-hand side. And uh, one of those uh, rooms was occupied by Nelson Mandela. But let us talk now to Gretchen Wilson-Prangley. And we're talking about a wonderful thing. We're talking about Play Africa. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on your show. And and hello to all your amazing listeners. Well, Gretchen, thank you very much at short notice. Oh, no problem. Happy to be here. Tell us, Um, how does it work? Tell us how it works. Sure. So Play Africa has been based at Constitution Hill for the last three years. and, And we partnered with Constitution Hill to offer a range of very exciting, transformative learning experiences to children. And as you mentioned, really focusing on creative, child-led play that lets children ages 0 to 10 and their families come together and explore together. We're catalyzing education innovations in holistic learning, but also around children's rights and about how to engage parents in children's learning. And also bringing children and families together is really about fostering social cohesion. So we're really about creating these learning experiences that children and families will remember forever, creating these learning experiences that change lives. And as you mentioned, we are the first uh, of its kind in Johannesburg and really are pioneering a lot of this work. But the term children's museum tends to turn people off when they first hear it. They think of a place that is about the history of children or about the past. And we have to kind of help people understand that a children's museum around the world is actually something quite different than that. We're disrupting the idea of what a museum can be. And so we're creating a, a, a place, a space that's about the future. And the truth is we know that the future is fast changing, uh, that children of the 21st century are going to need to be lifelong, forever learners. And we're hoping to teach them those skills at Constitution Hill. So really not about, even though it's a space that's really dedicated to honoring and remembering our somber past, We'd like to think of Play Africa as a space that really is about championing the rights and the values that Nelson Mandela and others like him fought for um, and really looking to the future. Listen, I think it sounds absolutely fantastic. You take babies from about one year up to about 10. Just explain that because the difference between a one-year-old baby that can barely sit up and a 10-year-old that can barely keep still, it's it's radical. (laughs) Absolutely. The truth is I actually have a one-year-old and a 10-year-old, so I can tell you the truth. I know exactly how the difference is. But what we're creating is a place is a family learning environment. So, you know, the truth is that I think anyone who has young children knows sometimes when you're out in public, whether you're at a shopping center, at a restaurant, in a, in a hospital, there's not a lot of spaces for children and families to kind of spend time together, quality time together, just learning and playing together. Um, they're, they're, it's much more commercial or kind of service-oriented. And what Play Africa is is something quite different. It's a place that you can come and spend hours together exploring our range of exhibits or our programs that are about 
you know, catalytic and creative learning. And of course, like any museum or cultural institution in South Africa and around the world during the COVID-19 crisis, we had to really pivot and think entirely differently about how we were, we were serving our audience's needs. So we've created a range of programs. We actually have created nine new programs under COVID-19. Um, and uh, just a few of them are, one is called Heal and Connect, which is about really looking at mental health and well-being for parents and for young children. I think anyone who's been locked it up at home with their young children might feel like they're going crazy at this time. But we created a space where we wanted to reach out to our audience and, and ask them how they're doing, what do they need, um, and provide them referral services to mental health and other kinds of well-being supports for self-care for parents, because we know that if parents can feel good about themselves and their their ability to care for their children, they can, they can better take care of their little ones. We've also pioneered some really exciting p- programs using technology, which I'm happy to share too. Well, I want you to share everything in the, in the space that we've got. But, I mean, it seems to me as well that you are teaching the, the, the parents to play as well mm. as the children to play. Am I right? Absolutely. The truth is we know that a lot of parents come to us and they say that they don't know how to play with their kids. And the truth is um, parents sometimes lack what we like to call play confidence. So we show them just basic ways that they can really engage their children's imagination, their creativity, they're problem solving. And in doing so, they're not only building their kids' confidence to tackle new problems and to experiment and to innovate, they're also creating lovely memories of attachment. Um, so we've, we find that there's so many um, studies out there that show that that quality time between parent and child, back and forth engagement, talking together, experimenting together, playing together, can create lifelong bonds of attachment and, and well-being in children. So it's, there's, a, there's almost a, a knock-on effect that it really helps bolster and strengthen family connections and family relationships. So we think it's a, it's a win-win-win for everybody involved. So have you had to, because of the virus, have you had mm. to do away with things like your PlayStations? Well, it, because of the virus, we couldn't, you know, we were all locked down, so we couldn't bring people together in the same way. You know, the, the truth is we're an interactive space that is about hands-on experiential learning. So in a time of COVID, we, like everyone else, quickly locked down and for the safety of, of everyone, um, adhered to all the regulations. And what we then did is really thinking about how do we use technology to su- serve the same purpose. So we have a big vision of creating a very premier digital children's museum in the next six years so that we can see Play Africa evolve um, to lead the world in terms of the way in which we've leveraged technology uh, to bring people together. We talk about bringing people together with compassion through technology because one thing we found is that people weren't only missing the play element, uh, they were missing the human connection. And the truth is, I think what we've really realized is that that sense of isolation um, that came from that lockdown period was something that we tried to conquer by using phone calls, WhatsApp, um, Facebook Live, and other kinds of forms of technology. So one of the most popular programs we've run in, during lockdown has been our African Storytelling Series, which is a weekly live storytelling session on Facebook Live in which we use uh, traditional African storytellers to use oral storytelling traditions to promote literacy and to help keep kids safe at home. And that's something that's been picked up around the world and it's been featured um, in news media around the world who are really interested in how a traditional medium like African storytelling is using technology under lockdown to bring people together. And in fact, we've had people tuning in for four continents at a time, um, 13 different countries at one go, watching uh, around the world the, the 
exciting um, relevance of, of South African storytelling traditions. Uh, Gretchen, I know that you had special sensory play days. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, these were designed especially for children with autism. I yes. think we are, we are finding more and more and more children um, yes. who have autism to, to mm-hmm. different uh, degrees. I've got a family member with, with autism. And, yes. um, and, and some are barely perceptible, but others are, are handicapped in the, in the normal world. How mm-hmm. do you cater for them? That's a great question. And the truth is we want to be, uh, we really strive, our goal is to be a fully inclusive cultural institution. And so we offer special access hours traditionally when we're open, special access hours in which uh, every single team member is ready and prepared to, to greet anyone on the spectrum. The truth is anytime you come to Play Africa, all of our hours are open hours for children uh, with special needs or mm-hmm. any kind of autism anywhere on the spectrum. But we also know that sometimes children with those kind of sensory challenges need a quieter environment. They need an environment that has more um, uh, containment, maybe lighter, uh, lower lighting, um, different kinds of sensory stimulation. So we create those opportunities on a regular basis at Constitution Hill. And you can come in through the old fort and find that those that the space is now transformed, mm-hmm. thinking about sensory processing challenges and um, children with special needs in mind. And what we found was that people were coming from different provinces um, across you know, South Africa for these special events because many families with children with special needs like this say that they don't feel welcome at a lot of mainstream spaces. And they were really surprised to find a cultural institution that was really thinking about their needs. Um, many parents told us it was their children's favorite place in the world um, when, they, when they come to play Africa. Well, listen, it sounds it sounds absolutely fantastic. And of course, th- there is the history surrounding you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was that large cell. Um, I think I think Nelson shared it with other people. He wasn't on his own uh, right up at the top. Am I right? Yes, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's, I, I, that's I went right to, there. Yeah, I, yeah I, it's right there. It's, and I think that the, the, the phenomenal thing is that you kind of live and breathe that history. I think Constitution Hill does an amazing job mm. of really helping people feel the dire challenges. This place was a space of fear, of humiliation, and it's really important that everyone in South Africa understands the way in which these kinds of institutions were designed to contain and limit human potential. And what we hope to be is, a, is effectively a um, rising up kind of from the ashes and transforming the space to think about, you know, how children coming together really is the exact opposite of what the architects of apartheid and, and earlier colonialism were trying to do. We're trying to kind of defy what those architects of oppression were, were striving to achieve by bringing children and families together. And I think when you hear the laughter and the joy that comes from the children, we oftentimes think about how we try to honor the memories of those people who sacrificed so much in those spaces by wishing that we could, you know, they could hear the, hear what we've now tried to do in that space by honoring children's mm-hmm. rights and, and everyone's dignity. Now, I mean, I think what you're doing is absolutely fantastic. So you're open five days of the week and there is no need to book. So you just walk in. That's correct. Although I have to uh, acknowledge that in line with regulations, we are still in the process of re- reopening. So most of our programs currently are in this digital space or school-based program. But you can constantly come to our, our website, which will be 
forever updated, um, playafrica.org.za. And you can also really, I would love, love to encourage everyone to follow us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Play Africa Children's Museum, where you can not only find our digital programs, but you'll get all the updates about our accessibility and open uh, hours to the public as an attraction as we reopen to the public. And you're, you're going to remain closed on Sunday, Monday and public holidays? That's correct. Sunday, Monday and public holidays is when our team, our hardworking team, gets a bit of a rest. Well, listen, I, I do think it's one of the gems, uh, one of the hidden gems, actually, of <laughs> Johannesburg. And I right. honestly and truly don't know why, why more people don't know about it. But I do think it is an absolute South African gem. Well, I think it's a Johannesburg gem. And so, Gretchen, what a pleasure it is talking to you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for having me. And, and again, happy, happy weekend to all of your listeners. Well, yes, and keep keep communicating. You know, Love everybody you. I see. You know, don't don't text everybody, please. Just talk. You know, pick up the blooming <laughs> phone. Absolutely, I think that's something that we're finding is so so critical. Gretchen, thank you so much. And remember, thank you so much. Thank you. Remember what Gretchen has been saying. You go online. That's the suggestion. So you simply go online, and it is available to everyone. And playafrica.org.za, and you can also access them on Facebook Live. Rewinding, rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.